The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So I've been thinking, um, is it on? I've been thinking uh, about uh, what's called this happiness set point theory. Um, and this, it's not even a theory, it's, it's kind of a fact. It's, it's been researched over and over again over the years. And essentially what it, it says is that we all have a set point of happiness. We have a set point of well-being. So you have a set point that you have that you return to over and over and over again throughout your life. And the same set point that you had maybe when you were I, I haven't researched it that much, but even when you were a kid or just imagining, you know, when a teenager, the same uh, Sam, Sam set point all through his life, and it will be the same Sam set point to his dying breath of well-being. It's like we those Russian dolls you knock over and then they come right back. So. What this means to me, I could be mistaken, but what it means to me is that this set point of well-being is not based on any conditions. It's unconditional. So the implications of this are far-reaching as far as I'm concerned. It's like You know, there's nothing to gain. And there's nothing to lose. Um, it's already here. It's already here. And if we become, uh, if it becomes so obscure to us, as it does, it becomes obscure to us because of, you know, of our, our concepts of... Um, about who I am and who I want to be and who I was and what I fear will happen and what I did before and what I regret and my shame and what I want and how I want to become this and she's her set point's better than my set point <laughs> it's kind of a ridiculous notion isn't it is all I mean We've been told that these are deceptions, right? This are, all these concepts, all these reaching, grasping out for conditions that we think are going to make us happy or pushing away what we prevent us from being happy, what we're, what we're afraid of or what we get angry about. all of our hopes and fears around Super Tuesday. These are deceptions. These are really deceptions. Because no matter what happens on Super Tuesday, no matter what happens 
Um, at all. There have been tests on people who've won the lottery. They return to their set point very quickly. Six, six months, they're back. People who have studies on paraplegics, people who have had accidents and have become paraplegic, return to their set point. One of the happiest guys I've ever known, this beautiful guy, was just, you know, had a wonderful family, you know, a job, a work that he is very involved with, his wife is very involved with, her work, um, four kids, great kids, and live on the coast, Half Moon Bay, just dogs, wonderful life. He was surfing, and he came down, hit the back of his neck, became paraplegic. Happiest guy. He's beautiful. Beautiful guy. Sweet, generous. That's his set point. You know, we, we worry about, you know, the dying. But I, I've, I've experienced this, that people who have gotten the terminal prognosis when they're not really striving and grasping or hoping for, you know, anything. It's the happiest time of their life. I have a friend who has a terminal prognosis. He says, I don't have to go to the dentist anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So this is, you know... been taught, you know, that, that uh, grasping at concepts, clinging to concepts, cause our stress, cause our suffering. And um, this is just kind of a secular way of saying you're not going to do much better you're not going to do any better. No matter what you get, what you think you want, what you think you can get, you're not going to do any better than this. Just being here. Unconditionally being here. We're so afraid that this is going to happen sometimes. doesn't matter if it happens. Because we'll return to this. We'll return to our true nature. I'll put it in Buddhist terms. We'll return to our Buddha nature. We'll return to the unconditioned. And if we allow it, 
and accept it, we can control how much we're in our true nature. We do have some control over how much time we spend here. Accepting, allowing, receiving in awareness. It may not feel like what you think enlightenment is supposed to feel like, It's not like, you know, your third eye is opened or, uh, you know, all these colors are all streaming through your mind or some kind of fantastic experience. It's just, just this, just this peaceful, abiding, this is the transcendence, it's simple, surrendering. Just surrendering, totally surrendering all our discontent and desire for the world. this make sense to people? This, yeah? No? You can self-doubt all you want. You can self-hate all you want. You can judge yourself all you want. Don't worry about it. You're going to return to your set point. <laughs> yeah? Um, can you give her... You know, it's interesting that you asked me that. She asked if there's a way to raise your set point. And uh, mostly they say no, that it's just, this is the way. And I kind of like that. It's like, you know, this is as good as it gets. But, you know, it's, it's our grasping for something else that's the problem. So really, all that we're... Giving up is our suffering by just allowing this to be here. But this, um, this surrender, uh, it, it's a, there's a receptive quality to this surrender. There's a, there's a receptive quality to awareness and acceptance. And in this acceptance... There's metta. It's like everything is included. Nothing is, we don't, you know, we don't need to keep anything out. The more the better, actually. And so what would be a spontaneous or a a, a natural um, gesture out of this would be compassion, would be kindness. Love would be a very natural, spontaneous gesture out of this unconditioned home of ours. 
And one study said that one way to raise the set point, the only way to raise the set point is through kindness. But it can't be like, you know, I'm going to jimmy my set point, get it higher because I'm going to, you know, buy Girl Scout cookies or something. It has to be genuine. It has to be, you know, a genuine feeling of that kindness. And, and, and you know, not being afraid of your kindness, really embodying your kindness. That's what can raise your set point. Found that people that are, the more kind they are, they, they, their set point goes up. Doing service. So I find this, you know, what a great relief. I don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything. Just abide. You know, we, we say this all the time, you know, abide in, your, in the unconditioned, abide in your true nature. This is your true home. This is, you know. But putting it in this kind of secular way, it's science. Um, to me, it, it reaffirms the wonderful transcendence of just being. You may not feel the way you want it to feel, but take another look. Okay, thank you. <laughs>